The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. I say it's time we focus on what really matters. The games. Who's with me? Good morning and welcome to episode 39 of the PlayStation Experience podcast, the Taylor Swifts to PSVG Prime's Brandon Yuri and PSVG's premier PlayStation podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Seth, and am joined by Justin. How's it going, Justin? It's going pretty good. I don't exactly get the, the reference. Well, I, I know who Taylor Swift is. Uh, not really sure who Brandon Yuri is. You need to get with the program. Taylor Swift and Brandon Yuri just dropped the hottest music video in the history <laughs> of YouTube. Um, all right. Um, by hottest, meaning the most watched, not like the most. Oh, okay. Is this a real real thing? Like it really the is the most watched? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, The wow. most watched in one day. So in the okay. first 24 hours, like 65 million people watched it. Do you think um, if me and you made a music video that we could possibly beat that stat? I think 65 people might watch it. All right. I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We could probably do that. Um, anyway, I was ju- I was just watching it, and I have a uh, um, I have an appreciation of Taylor Swift and uh, Taylor Swift's music. Um, I would agree with that. And uh, in this just- one, um, it's called "Me" with an exclamation point, and she seems a lot happier than she did on her last album. Okay, that's so, good. Yeah, I kind of miss the old Taylor Swift though the the country, you know, the early on. Yeah, um, yeah, that that Taylor Swift is gone. Okay, um, she killed it. Um, in oh. the last, had you listened to her last album? That was what that was all about. She, okay, yeah, yeah. The okay, old, that, there's something about the old Taylor Swift is dead. I don't know. Anyway, we are the number one Taylor Swift podcast on the internet. That's probably not even close to true. Do you think there are any Taylor Swift podcasts? Absolutely, hundred percent. Just cover everything about Taylor Swift. Yeah, I. I can't imagine there's not one. Hmm. I I think that that should be the next PSVG um, takeover. We, they should quit. Uh, Donnie Oops. should quit doing Google Stadia cast. Swiftcast. Okay. Number one Taylor Swift podcast. Unless it's just <laughs> really, it's about Jonathan Swift. Yes. Again, with the references, I, I don't understand. You don't know who Jonathan Swift is? No, I feel like I should know that one, but I don't. Okay. Okay. Jonathan Swift. Born in 1667, so I don't know why you wouldn't know who Jonathan Swift is. Yep, he's an Anglo-Irish satirist. 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 He's remembered for such works as *A Tale of a Tub*, *An Argument Against Abolishing Christianity*, and *Gulliver's Travels*. Yep, you've you've completely lost me this morning. You don't know what *Gulliver's Travels* is? (laughs) No. Have you have you read *Gulliver's Travels*? No, I've not read Gulliver's Travels. It was written in the 1700s. Then why would I know about it? I don't know. Anyway, we want to take a quick moment from all of this scintillating PlayStation talk and thank our PSVG Patreon producers, Coach Hawk, Edwin Callow, Devin Tyus, Kevin Austin, Chris M., 
Kyle Hyman, Bonesaw, Josh Borboni, Barry Cathcart, and Paul Calicote. Thank you for all of your support. And if anyone listening is interested in the PSVG Patreon, visit patreon.com slash PSVG. This is a new month. It's May 1st, the day that this releases. Um, every month we do a PSVG Patreon giveaway. You can find out more on our Patreon, find out more on our Discord, um, and uh, go from there. Um, what have you been playing uh, the past week, Justin? I've uh, still playing uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm playing that nightly at this point and really enjoying it. I continue mm-hmm. to really like that game. I think, I don't know. I think it was just one of those things where I took a break from the Ubisoft style of game, and yeah. now I'm kind of ready for it where I'm just kind of checking off every single mission I can. And um, yeah, I, I can, I really like the story so far. I'm, I always liked the assassins stories in the first three uh, games. Mm-hmm. And we both talked about that. Um, and this doesn't really seem to have the assassins stuff in it yet. Um, so I'm kind of curious when that will come in. I did just receive my first like hood that is, happens to be white and red. So mm. um, I, I think um, Odyssey takes place before the Assassins started. Um, well, where Origins tells the story of the beginning of the Assassins. Oh, well, I think it, Odyssey Origins or okay, maybe that's maybe that's what's going on. So not but really I don't, sure. I've not played either game, so I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. the source of info there, but um, I'm sure I will find out one way. I'm I I would be surprised if I just completely got rid of it uh that mm-hmm. part of the game but um and i haven't really read anything online because i didn't really want to spoil myself because so far i am enjoying uh the journey of cassandra so. yeah cool yeah i'm um still playing uh when i'm not playing apex i'm playing mlb the show i have dipped into the diamond dynasty mode a little bit which is the card trading mode where you uh open packs of cards and try and build the best team you possibly can build um there's a lot there um it's kind of the the same trend with basically any modern sports game where you can play, you know, an MLB, the show, you can play this diamond dynasty mode and you could put hundreds of hours into that. You could play road to the show mode, building up your own personal character and put hundreds of hours into that. Or you could play franchise mode and build up your franchise and put hundreds of hours into that. If you have enough time. Um, and that's kind of like three separate tent pole games. Um, it's just, uh, it's hard to be focused, but the game is great. Um, and you know, I guess I don't need to talk too much more about it. But if you are a baseball fan and have been on the fence about getting it this year, this year, um, it's really good. So, uh, other than that, um, well, usually we talk about Apex Legends at the end. Um, I'm going to bring it up here uh, because um, titled this episode "Couch Co-op" because uh, the over the last uh, weekend here. Uh, we visited some friends, and uh, it's like friends of my oldest daughter, and uh, it's her friend, but then the, the parents are friends with us, too, and they moved away a year and a half ago. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> and the uh, the dad and I, we, we play, he's the guy I play games with online, and so we've been playing Apex Legends the past few months, and I actually took my PlayStation up there, which is something I haven't done in a very long time, traveled with a game console yeah, other, than yeah. the, other than the switch. Um, so took the PlayStation up there and we played uh, apex legends couch co-op style. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. On, uh, on two playstations next uh, side by side, which was, uh, it was a fun 
you know, experience because then you can see each other's screens and, and kind of that really, there are times where that really helps uh, in Apex. Yeah. You could probably um, immediately see if they're getting a shot at or anything like that too. Yeah. Just like yeah. that visual reference. Very cool. Um, yeah. That's something I haven't done in a very long time. Um, definitely probably over 10 years or so. Um, I know I, we had, we, you know, I used to be, we used to have the halo nights and I'd be my console everywhere and my, uh, 360. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did one, I don't remember what it was, but we did it once, I don't know, maybe eight years ago or something. Maybe it was longer than that, but, uh, very cool that, and, and it's cool that you did it with a game that's not supposed to be couch co-op, you know? Yeah. 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 You just brought a second, uh, PS4. Right. Yeah, it's uh it was a lot of fun. We um we played it basically when the kids were in bed and the wives were chatting, we played um Apex and we got I think one night we had three second place finishes in a row. Um we just I haven't won a game with somebody I know yet. Um which yeah. I don't know I don't know if there's something to that or 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 what, but I'd like to win a game like all of us, all of my friends. We've all won games separately, but uh, but we haven't won together yet. So um, I have. Uh, I've also gotten up um, on the battle pass a little bit more. I mean, I think I'm almost level seventeen now. Okay. Um. So that's good. So anyway, I had a good weekend um, playing Apex Legends Couch Co-op um, and did see the Avengers movie. Um, so had a good weekend. I mean, I, that's, that's good. You know? I, um, I also did see Avengers last week. Um, mm-hmm. really enjoyed it and, uh, had, had one of those weekends where we just kind of got a few big tasks done around the house, but didn't get a lot done, you know, just a few things here and there, but yeah. really, really preparing for that baby. So, oh, yeah, yep, still working on all that work. Okay. Is the, uh, is the nursery all already? The painted? nursery is pretty much all complete um we're getting like a rocking chair um okay kind of thing and so we have to order that and get that in um but cribs all put together that's all done you know we got clothes um a lot of friends and family have been helping us out with diapers and all that so um Um, pro tip for baby time you know those big um it's like exercise balls yes the the huge things so with each of our babies we when we have three of them had three of them they're not babies anymore um we had these big yoga balls and i would actually when they were real little that was one way that i could get them to settle down just kind of bouncing around on that hold, hold on that um hold them and then kind of bounce gently on the on the yoga ball and it it worked I, I, well. I i do believe that is on our list of things to go out and buy before this baby is here so um, i think it also good helps, to hear. Uh, helps while pregnant yeah um, i think that's what we we i've been doing the baby classes and oh, yeah. uh, those are always fun, and that was one of the suggestions. So uh, we have to go out and get that. But oh yeah, it's about a month and a half out, and uh, yeah, cool. getting excited. Cool. So um, earlier when you were talking, you said the phrase "did it." <laughs> uh, when we were going up to uh, up to Cleveland this past weekend, we always listened to this radio station. I it's not a PBS station, but I think it's a public broadcasting channel of some sort that plays like music from the forties and fifties like old, old school, big band and jazz and swing and, and just kind of old school radio stuff. So this past weekend, they were celebrating Duke Ellington and Ella Fitzgerald's birthdays. And Ella Fitzgerald has a song called Let's, Let's Do It. And it's like the, 
the birds and the bees do it, the whatever and the whatever do it, <laughs> and then let's do it, let's fall in love. Okay, um, yeah, is the song. <laughs> so, so we were, so that was on, um, and then we get to our destination, get out of the car, and the nine year old is singing the let's chorus it, of or, oh, let's or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like all right, well, you know, we we figured that listening to the nineteen forties radio station would be safer than listening to the modern radio station that had. Brutal Mars, uh, your sex takes me to paradise. Uh, yeah, but um, apparently not. No, you can't escape it. Cannot escape. Cannot escape. All right. Uh, moving on from from that, um, we are becoming the number one Taylor Swift, the number one Ella Fitzgerald, and the number one Gulliver's uh, Travels. Gulliver's Travels. Jonathan Swift. Uh, podcast can you imagine if there was a swift cast that was all about jonathan swift i feel like that would be a short podcast we're on he, our way we're about we're about 50 percent there so he died like 300 years ago yeah anyway the drop this week i think um in what seems to be and it makes sense kind of a trend there's a huge release week one week and then a less huge release week the next week yeah um so there's a game called bird game where it looks like you're a bird. A game called Black Paradox, which I'm not going to touch. Fast-paced like, roguelike. Yeah. Mm. A game called Bomb Chicken, which I feel like that might be out on Switch already. I don't know. Indie game where you're chicken and you lay bombs. Uh, box VR, so you can go boxing. Basically, did you ever play Wii Boxing? I did not. Well, Wii Boxing was fun. Crash Bots. The end is nigh. Um, and then Fade to Silence was their, the PS blog's like cover for this article. Fade to Silence takes players into a frozen post-apocalyptic world where defying nature's threats and enemies is key. A compelling mix of a puzzling story, constant strife for resources, balancing short-term needs versus your long-term goals, and a tense, atmospheric mood makes this game a unique survival adventure. It's a long sentence, and I don't know what that's about. But there's a, a guy with a sword looking up at a huge monster with a glowing red eye thing. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a pretty standard third person action RPG. Yeah. Um, but kind of set in a snowy world. It actually looks pretty decent for kind of just be being hidden in the drop. Yeah. Um, and it's coming to retail. So it must be you have some sort of decent budget. Um, oh, you said at campfire. So this is definitely a souls like uh game so um oh okay yeah well uh <laughs> yeah all right well um i think that's about it the bottom one there's a, a game called val valhalla va dash one one hall dash a cyberpunk bartender action that uh, i think came out on switch recently and looks kind of it's like um oh you're a bar bartender at valhalla and uh, affectionately affectionately nicknamed Valhalla. Okay. Um, although it is just a small bar in downtown glitch city, it attracts the most fascinating people this side of dystopia. Keep your clients lubricated and you will be made privy to the most interesting story. So I think it's a, you know, kind of like an old school adventure game, um, pixelated. I don't know. I honestly, that's the most interesting game on here for me, uh, this week. So yeah, I'm sure there's some hidden gems in there, but I did look at, um, Bell Seal Arbor's Mark. Um, didn't the, the art didn't really look great, great but it's tactical RPG and a, there's not a turn-based tactical RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't see a lot of those, so yeah. I kind of take a look at that and looks like it might be pretty good. 
Speaking of art not looking that great, everybody <laughs> should go on the uh, blog <clears throat> and look at the art for Tower of Dragonasia. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's straight out of <laughs> art for sure. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's pretty rough. You can play as five unique dragons. So anyway, it's a, it's a pretty light week because last week was a huge week with uh, Mortal Kombat 11 and, of course, the exclusive Days Gone as we transition into our news. Um, you hear anything exciting about Days Gone, Justin? Well, so the re- reviews are out. It's it's out. Um, and uh, reviews were so-so, you know. Uh, I think you predicted it would be a 7. Yep. And that's roughly where the, the reviews are at right now. Um, some people are ranking a little bit higher. Some people are ranking a little bit lower. Um, overall sentiment seems that it's 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 a good game. It's just not the best game, which is what we've kind of come to expect from Sony exclusives. Um, mm, Sony exclusives are usually the best game. Spider Man. No, that's what I'm saying. God of War. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That right. this this maybe Power. doesn't fall in under yeah, that yeah, category yeah. of God of War and Spider Man. Um, right. but it's it's still it's a fine game. It's almost like a Ubisoft game or something where it's. Not the best game out there, but um, it's still good. Like right. you know, you should still. So I feel like it's getting a little bit. It's got and put it on the scale next to these other games, and they're trying to compare it to stuff like that. And it's like, well, you, not everything can be a home run. Mm-hmm. You know, every studio is a little bit different. Every development's a little bit different. Um, but good news for Sony Bend, I guess, is that early word out of sales, uh, particularly in the UK, is that it's beating out Mortal Kombat 11. Mm-hmm. Um, which Mortal Kombat 11 is on three different systems. It's on Switch, PS4, and Xbox, uh, and PC. So actually four. Um, yeah, but granted, it doesn't show up as uh, yeah, physical good point. Yeah. So, but um, at least retail it seems to be that Days Gone is going to do just all right. Yep. Um, and hopefully that means Sony Bend can kind of stay around because Sony does tend to close out studios that you know, aren't performing. Right. So. Um, Hopefully that's not the case this time around. It looks like it might be all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, exciting. I don't know, you know, UK in terms of game market, um, it, I believe is smaller than the United States. Um, yeah. We'll have to see how kind of they perform yeah. here since we have the biggest uh, uh, gaming market. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's exciting. I, you know, days gone, it's a, it's a PlayStation exclusive PlayStation has, you know the most consoles, so it makes sense that it would do well. Um, but still, to beat out, I mean, Mortal Kombat's a, a long time franchise, and um, so that's I mean, that's it's good to see for Sony Bend. Um, I'm actually I'm really interested in diving into Days Gone, I just uh didn't feel like spending $60 on a game right now, so um, so I'm not sure uh, when I'll get to that, maybe sometime this summer. Speaking of summer, they um came out last week. And said, in the summer, Days Gone will drop free DLC, I think in June, um, where they'll add a harder survival mode and um, also some weekly challenges, like horde mode kind of things, where you can compete for the best score against other people. So I think that's that's a little bit of something, especially the survival mode for um, you know some more hardcore gamers um, that uh, you know that want to challenge themselves more, and it will come with with trophies for all of those. So um, they're going to support this game, at least here for, for a couple months. Um, 
and maybe longer if if this weekly challenge thing takes off. So cool. Uh, next, uh, one to bring up, there is a sale right now, the Golden Week sale. Um, yeah. Golden Week over in Japan. So this lasts through May 7th, and there are, according to the PlayStation Store, 386 items for sale, including games. Um, oh, no, that's just PS4. So 595, including PS4, PS3, PSP, and Vita. Um, but a lot of PS4 there's some games, some add-ons, bundles, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a lot, and it's mostly, um, it is mostly Japan, Japanese um, developed games. Yep. Um, if you look through the list, um, but that's there's a lot of good games on that list. Oh, yeah. um, Resident Evil Two, yeah, as far as like a new a newer release is on there. Yep. Um, and a few other pretty good ones. Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts Three is forty dollars. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, the Kingdom Hearts All-in-One package is $87, which doesn't seem like that big of a, uh, that good of a price to me. But um, near, near Automata, 30 bucks. Yep. Um, so uh, there are, there are a ton of games, basically, I don't want to say any um, Japanese developed game, but I'll, I got, I got a lot of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I, and I'm actually, um, I'm actually going to boot up my PS Vita, and actually purchase uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay, that's on there. Um, so cool to see that they're still kind of supporting the PS Vita. Um, yeah. I mean, they could just not apply the sale to Vita games and just completely forget about it. So right. uh, there's quite a few Vita games on sale, especially PlayStation One Classics, which is one of the reasons I love my Vita. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a good sale. The uh, there's also a PlayStation. PlayStation Plus um, sale, PS Plus specials that are probably, my guess is, um, will be over. I don't know when those sales end. Okay, they're they're over by the time you're hearing this. But over the past week, um, there were also PS Plus sales that included games like Madden and NBA 2K and A Way Out. So like in Assassin's Creed Origins. <laughs> so over the past week, like, I don't know. Hundreds of really good games have been for sale. So, yeah, yeah. Which makes I, me just want to not. So, like Days Gone being released now makes me just want to wait a year. Uh, yeah, it, and, it's really hard. I feel like spring is usually that time for me where I can get a couple uh, older games, you know, for thirty, you know, half off or more. Yeah, and get a little more bang for my buck. Um, and you know, and then usually I get my brand new games in fall. Yep. Yeah. So I'm. I don't know. That's that's part of part of the reason why I haven't really bought a, a ton of new things uh, this spring is trying to stretch my. You know, if I have a gaming budget of one hundred and twenty dollars for the year, you know, I can buy two new games or I can buy three or four old games. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Um. I have been thinking about diving back into Uncharted Four. Um. Just because I I listened to the Uncharted theme recently, it just came up in a shuffle. And um, the Uncharted theme is one of my favorite themes, and I love the Uncharted game. So I've been thinking about diving back into Uncharted uh, for while I, I I'm feeling an itch to play a story based game, you know, yeah. in between Apex Legends and MLB the Show. It's not you know, yeah, it's kind of making up. It's all great, great, great gameplay, but uh, in the mood for like a story based action game. So anyway. Um, moving on to another news item, 
this past week was the NFL draft, and during the draft or around the draft, they revealed Madden 20, uh, the cover athlete, which is the he's the quarterback from Kansas City. Um, I'm seeing his picture right here, but I cannot even think of what his name is. So I don't know. He's number 15 on Kansas City. He's very <laughs> he's very good. Um, even though Kansas City kind of seems to be falling apart with. Uh, you know, they had the, the running back last year who got in trouble for punching his girlfriend, and then he was released, or he lied about it, and then he was released, and then now, of course, the Browns signed him. And then recently, uh, one of their wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, got in trouble for, like, threatening. There was a conversation with uh, with his girlfriend or fiance or something, they have a they have a kid and he was accused of hitting the kid. I I don't know. It's just a mess. Um, yeah, it's a mess. And that's the kind of stuff that makes it hard to root for, hard to watch NFL games. Not that every NFL player is yeah is whatever, but you see the same thing. You know, I work in education. You see the same. You know, you hear about something that happens in another place, and people start to think, oh, that's what happens at every school. Yeah. Uh, you know, so anyway, that is a, a wayside tangent. That's a dark path to go down. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> they uh, so they revealed Madden 20. Patrick Mahomes is his name. There we go. Got it. Um, they revealed Madden 20 and talked about a few new features. Uh, number one, uh, face of the franchise QB1 career campaign. So the new, um, usually in Madden, uh, you've been able to create your own player and take that player through a career, um, and you could do any position. So I'm not sure if they're still going to do that, but the main focus for career mode is creating a quarterback, and you select from a series of NCAA schools to compete in the college football playoff. Um, I saw a list somewhere, but it's uh, like there are no Big Ten schools in this list, which kind of disappointed me. Um, there, There's like no – there are no colleges from – the Midwest or the Northeast. They're all like SEC and then West Coast teams okay. or or like Texas, Oklahoma, Oregon. Um, I know Florida was on there, Alabama, you know, the great programs, but just none from – find it funny that they didn't have an Ohio State, Michigan, Indiana. Well, yeah, Indiana. which are some of the biggest, yeah. Notre Dame. One, yeah, whatever. names around, so. <clears throat> so, but that may not be – you know, EA's fault or, or Madden's fault. That might be that Ohio State's license is so expensive or yeah. Ohio State doesn't want to be a part of it or the Big Ten doesn't want to be a part of it. You know, I don't I don't know that stuff. So you start off in the college football playoff, go to the NFL scouting combine and get drafted and then play play out your career. So that's supposed to be a little, um, I don't know, hopefully the they beefed up the presentation there. Um, talk about superstar X factors where the, superstars the best players are supposed to have you know special traits so that they stand out even more from the regular decent players um scenario engine it says every franchise will feel more alive with evolving storylines happening alongside every week of your nfl career every decision you make will impact what happens next as you compete for the ultimate nfl achievement a super bowl victory um so that i guess is going to create storylines throughout the year it'll be you know they haven't shown any of this stuff in motion yet um 
the last two things they talk about are ultimate team missions and ultimate challenges that are just some new ways to build up the card collecting mode. So um, there's a lot of promising things and, you know, the people who like Madden are going to, I'm sure like Madden again this year. Um, it's uh, it's one of those things where right now it's a lot of the back of the box blurbs are out there. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it says scenario engine, so there's going to be storylines throughout the year, but what if the storylines are, are lame or if the storylines are only told via social media posts or text messages or something like that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So that is Madden. Um, it's coming. Oh, it's also coming earlier. Um, it's coming like April or April. Jeez. Wow. August. <laughs> it's coming August 2nd, um, which is a good, it's a good three weeks earlier than it used to come out. Um, that's probably pretty smart. It gets a lot farther away from all of the other huge fall releases. Yeah. Um, yeah, it gets it away from the other fall releases, but uh, it's also so far. I mean, that's before the preseason even starts in the NFL. Yeah. Um, where you look at MLB the show and it comes out during opening week of MLB season. And, and I, I feel like there should be the show should come out a little bit sooner than it does. Um, just cause people start getting excited for baseball sooner, but yeah. Um, anyway, it's football. I'm sure Madden will do quite well again. Um, now on to uh, apex legends corner. We talked about apex a little bit earlier. I assume you're still playing. I am. Um, I've definitely slowed down. Okay. Uh, I'm not playing every night like I was for a while. And so just uh, a night, you know, once or twice this week, probably in the last week. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, still still continues to be fun. Yeah. And that's, um, I mean, that's it. The, just the gameplay loop is fun. I know there was the you know story last, I think we talked about it last week, where it was slowing down a little bit. Um, you know, not as many people are streaming it on Twitch and people are... Um, Oh, becoming maybe a little bit disengaged because of the pace of updates. So yeah, yeah it doesn't help that Fortnite just came out with a huge update that's uh, all centered around Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Um. So which which of course they're able to get that huge license and do something crazy like that. Yeah. Um. So and but if it would be nice if Apex could come come back with their own event. You know, it doesn't have to yeah. be you know obviously not Avengers, but just anything. Yeah. Um. But they did write up blog post so that's yeah awesome. yeah so um so they came out with a blog post from the apex team from respawn and talked about um that they've been you know excited about the the response that it's gotten and that it's kind of exploded in popularity a little more than they were initially expecting um which isn't necessarily an excuse but that does mean if you have a product that you're expecting two million people to play and 50 million people play it um, you know, bugs are going to stand out a little more. And so I think they've had to focus more on just improving performance more than adding content. Um, so uh, the blog post went into a bunch of different topics. Um, they talked about slow per- server performance at the beginning of a match, and, and they're trying to um, increase, uh, trying to help that. Um, I did, I especially noticed that this past weekend, actually, Um where we had some really dodgy performance. Um, yeah. They have audio issues um, that they're addressing. Cheaters, they've been doing a lot of work with, which I don't feel like we get a ton of... Uh, I haven't noticed a ton. I think it's 
a way bigger issue on PC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hit registration issues. So trying to make sure that when you shoot somebody, it actually gives you credit for the shot. Um, and uh, they are, they also um, shared a little bit about their roadmap, which is the more exciting part for, for this update. Um, season launches. Uh, the beginning of each new season will start with a new battle pass, a new legend and something new for the meta. Um, and then they hope to have thoughtful updates throughout the season. Um, rather than just updating i guess i don't know what non-thoughtful updates would be i don't know if that's a shot at fortnite or or not it seems like fortnite gets pretty pretty regular good updates so yeah i mean i would say that um apex does a good job of pretty pretty good updates it's just yeah. it might take two or three weeks between each update yeah um i mean but when they're you know like the recent um update for gibraltar and caustic like Moving them all, I mean, that's a huge, pretty big update. I mean, it completely changes that character. Yeah. That kind of just came out of nowhere. I would consider that to be thoughtful. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, they also said that they will uh, start talking more about what's coming up sooner rather than having surprise drops all the time. Uh, at EA Play in June, which is just over a month away, they'll give the first details on Season 2, which should launch maybe late June. Um they said they've seen the feedback on season one and look forward to showing the improvements they've been making for season two. We can expect a battle pass, the new legend, a debut of a new weapon, and you didn't expect King's Canyon to stay the same forever. Did you? Um, that, uh, that's pretty exciting. I mean, I, I like King's Canyon, but you know, we've been playing the same map now for three months. Um, be interesting to see what changes. I don't know enough about, um, you know, I haven't played Fortnite enough, but I know that the map changes frequently there. Um, does the map change on Call of Duty Blackout? It has been um, slowly changing. Yeah, they added a boat at one point, then they added a whole new, um, like old West town. Um, that was actually a huge addition. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they have. Then it is fun because those turn into like new drop spots, yep. um, and everyone wants to drop there all of a sudden. Um, so yeah, I, I do enjoy that aspect quite a bit. It makes it also gives me a reason to come back. Yeah. Um, and I have for every edition they've done like that for Call of Duty. Cool. They um you know, in the Apex map they have, you know, some areas that are like there's the the tall mountains and there's space kind of be behind them. So there's areas where they can add wholly new zones and then they could obviously change parts of uh, current current zones. Um, they also made the point that um, of course uh, Respawn is developing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, but that's a separate development team. There are two separate teams working on Apex and Star Wars, um, but they did note that future Titanfall games are being pushed out um, due to supporting Apex Legends. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's um. I mean, that's good to hear that you know Apex shouldn't be impacted by Star Wars, and Star Wars shouldn't be impacted by Apex. I mean, that's um. You know, Goes both ways. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's good. I do. You know, you mentioned um, it'd be great to see Apex have some sort of a crossover event or or something. But it'd be kind of neat to see as you get closer to the Star Wars launch if they had some sort of a Star Wars crossover. Um, yeah, even if it was, even if it was like an Easter egg or something like that, yeah. or they have a character who kind of looks like another character or something like that. Yeah. Um, I definitely. I don't think I want them to because Apex Legends and the Titan. Universe kind of do have their own lore, 
Oh yeah. But I don't expect them just to integrate, but it would be cool if who's to who's to say that the a Titanfall world or universe doesn't have lightsabers or something like that. Right. You know, right, right. um maybe they have a new character that, you know, every character when you're running without a weapon, they have like their own little uh um animation or whatever. Yep. Um maybe one of them runs around with a lightsaber when he's not holding a gun or something like, something fun like that. Um Speaking of that, that running animation, my uh, my friend plays as Wraith all the time. Yeah. So when you're running without a weapon as Wraith, and you're looking at her from the third person view, she runs with her arms behind her back. Yes. Um, almost like a little kid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't look quite as quite as goofy. But she runs with her arms behind her back. But when you are first person as Wraith and running without a weapon, you see the hands moving in front of you like you were like a normal person running, I guess. So it's, it is kind of funny when I, when we had the screen side by side watching my screen and seeing Wraith running with her hands behind her back and then watching his screen and seeing her hands pumping in front of him. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. uh, That's funny. I mean, I, I suppose that's almost necessary. You know, I feel like in, in a first person game, if you don't have, you know, I know the hands or the gun um, helps to be like a visual reference point. So yeah, can, it can make you feel uncomfortable, or yeah, it yeah. looks odd. So, so it, um, so it makes sense. It's just funny seeing it. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. In practice, so um, yeah. Uh, another thing I wanted to point out about this blog post, um, that that you know they specifically called out that they're not going to crunch. You know, they they mentioned that specifically and say that they don't want to burn out or anything like that. And I know a lot of a lot of news outlets really grabbed onto that because they're one of the few studios that's kind of coming out and saying, we're not going to be, we're not going to crunch. We're not, we're just not going to do it. We're going to have a healthy development cycle. So um, that's cool to see. Um, Yeah. That that did feel a little bit like a shot at Fortnite based on the, you know, the Polygon article came out last week or so about Fortnite. But um, one other thing I want to bring up before we sign off Uh, last week, we talked about the PlayStation five coming up um you know they they revealed that in wired and and that's an exciting time at the same time we have google stadia um at the same time as people are talking about playstation 5 and xbox scarlet or or, you know whatever the next box is going to be called um we have this google stadia platform that is coming out um and it should be released later this year where the only thing you need to play google stadia is Really, you you should get a Google controller, and you need a web browser or a Chrome stick. Hopefully, you can play it on if you have a Roku stick or a Fire Amazon Fire Stick. You can play it on your iPad, your iPhone, your your Google Pixel, your Chrome browser. You can kind of play it anywhere as long as you have a fast enough internet speed. Um, and there's no upfront console cost. Um, we don't know what the gains will cost or if there's going to be a subscription model or anything about that yet. Um, but uh, without knowing particulars about costs of things like that, um, what are you thinking about next gen? And does the prospect of the Google Stadia change your excitement level on next gen consoles? Uh, <clears throat> not really. Um, I think I'm maybe a little bit concerned about the overall future of gaming. Mm-hmm. Because um, I do think that maybe this is a, a look at the future. I certainly don't think it's here yet. Um, I'll be really curious how it performs, um, especially with we actually just got news about 
uh, PlayStation Now kind of like subscriber numbers yep. in the last week. Um, I think they're at 700,000 subscribers for PlayStation Now right now. Yeah. A little over that. Yeah. Um, so, which is, is a lot, but it's very little compared to the overall gaming community. Right. But I, um, so it's 700,000 PlayStation Now subscribers compared to 98 million PlayStation 4s being out there. Yeah. Um, would say though, for PlayStation Now, you know, the newest games that are on there currently are at least more than a year old. Yeah. It, it is definitely a different service. Where I think Google Stadia, the expectation is it's going to have the biggest games as they release. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've said as much. They've announced um, a few games that were going to be day and day, you know, yeah. is, is coming service. So um, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I guess I'm interested just in the tech side of it. Like, I kind of want to see it perform and see how well it does. I've seen PlayStation now. I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, I haven't played anything competitively on it, so I don't know how to handle that. And I don't know if it would really matter. Uh, but the same reason I chose a PlayStation over an Xbox and the same reason I'll choose PlayStation over you know a Google Stadia service is that it's still all about the games. Yep. Um, and, you know, they don't... Uh, Google Stadia does not have Naughty Dog. Uh, they don't have the Spider-Man exclusive. Um, you know, these all these other big exclusives for... Um, even, you know, I, I play Call of Duty every year, and the fact that Sony went out and got that deal with um, Activision to be the premier place to play Call of Duty, you know? Right. That's, for someone who plays Call of Duty, that, that is important to me. Um, so um, I think it's still just about the games, mm-hmm. and I think it gets lost in the conversation here and there, because um, at the end of the day, that's just what it's all about. Right. Um, it, it's I hope that we don't go to a fully digital streaming future, um, cause I think we're really far away from that being as good as owning your own system. Right. Um, and I just like, I like owning my own system. I like if my internet goes out, my game doesn't just shut off. Right. You know, I can continue playing. Um, and that's kind of scary to think about that. You're now all of a sudden your internet provider is completely controlling one of your, one of my biggest hobbies. Right. Um, and I don't like that idea at all. Right. Yeah. That is, um, as a, country we're pretty far away from really being able to just have an all streaming service um because here you know i live 30 minutes east of columbus and um we can't i could get 100 uh, megabyte internet at this point but that just came here in the last six months um and it's prohibitively expensive for me at least um so uh and i live close to a pretty major city yeah. You know, let yeah. alone if you lived somewhere else. On on the other hand, you know, however many I, I forget what the percentage is, but the people who live like on the coasts, there's way more percentage of people who live on the coast where they have faster inter- internet than people who live in you know the Midwest and and other places. So um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um, I I do the ability to play all of the brand new games except for Sony first person, Nintendo first person and first party and xbox first party the ability to play basically every major game on stadia without having to buy another dedicated box is pretty appealing um but again uh which is great that there's not going to be a barrier to entry um i guess you know i'll be able to plug my ps4 controller into my laptop 
and try out Google Stadia um, without committing to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I just, after last week's um, PS5 reveal, did want to bring that up. So, yeah. I'm certainly more excited for PS5. Okay. Um, like hearing all the hardware details and all of that, that actually excites me as a, video, you know, someone who plays video games and as someone who likes, you know, the techie side of the stuff, the, you know, the, the insides of it. So, yep. Cool, cool. All right. I think, uh, I think that'll do us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at PSXP Podcast. You can find us on Discord. Visit psvg.blog to find the link to the Discord if you're not on there for some reason. Um, and listen, of course, to all of the Play Some Video Games other podcasts from the Nintendo Shack to the Xbox podcast, whatever it's called. I should know what that's called. Crap. Uh, Xbox. Empire. Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. The Xbox Empire, Nintendo Shack, PSVG Prime, PSVG OT when it comes around. Um, we have the Google Stadia cast. We have arcadia academia which looks into old franchises it's a it's a whole network um which is pretty cool and it is supported on patreon once again patreon.com slash psvg if anything to add justin as we sign off uh i don't think so okay are you still uh, are you still closet triple underscore gamer i i am unfortunately yep no no one has approached me with a better suggestion yet okay cool 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 All right, we're good. Have a great week. Never stop gaming. And though we may pledge fanboy allegiances to different flags, deep down inside we all serve one master one king, and his name is Gaming. Forever may he reign! This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network.